It's the 4th of March. The world is a beautiful and terrible place to be. But there are always things to be thankful for. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about a band I've really... Well, a pretty complicated uh, relationship with a band that I was early to love and then early to abandon. And then maybe in the past five years or six years, I've realized abandoning them was a very silly thing to do. So let's just cast our minds back to the moment rock music changed forever. No, I'm not going to do that thing, you know, you've, you've probably, if you weren't there, you've seen it in 800 music documentaries about how grunge just came and swept out everything else. Um, Today, I'm going to talk a bit about what Nirvana means to me, and when I first heard Nirvana, I mean, Cobain was dead, but by the time I really even registered them uh, i was born in 1986 so i was eight so eight-year-olds thankfully don't have much room for uh, for angst and anger in the music they listen to i was probably listening to the spice girls if 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 i'm honest um and I'm going to be honest, so yeah, I was probably listening to Spice Girls. But w- eventually, Nevermind found its way into my life. I don't even remember how. And yeah, I absolutely lost it for for this band. And went back and found Bleach and then In Utero and then the Muddy Banks of the Wishka and all the weird demos and bootlegs you could find of them. But it seemed, in Ireland anyway, that Nirvana was about the only band you... I think it might have been some obscure law, but it was the only band you were allowed to put on a t-shirt. So everyone seemed to be wearing Nirvana t-shirts, and ever the... um, ever wanting to not be with with the crowd i started to try and separate myself from the crowd and and oh no they're they're overrated they're overplayed they're they're no good um and i kind of by so by you know by 13 i was crazy about them and by 15 they were the most overrated band you could think of and that's a real shame because they fucking rock (laughs) um let's have a quick listen to um something from let's have a listen to um there's a really nice demo of uh all apologies that just shows how good of a songwriter kurt was
it's all in there really completely unproduced you can hear melodies and sub melodies already forming just just a a kid sitting on the floor of his bedroom you know it's pretty amazing in terms of their, their career it's yeah it's a wild one and it's one that will be written about for forever where you have a kid who wanted nothing more than to be a rock star becomes the biggest rock star on the planet and realizes it's completely hollow um he has a lot of fun along the way but he also gets into a lot of trouble um but let's take a a quick listen to the opening track after what would be their final studio album and this is Serve the Servants Probably the most anticipated uh, album of the decade with uh, Teenage Angst's Paint of Well, Now I'm Bored and Old, uh, says something. And the album, they went out of their way to find one of the harshest produ- producers possible in Steve Albini. Unfortunately, the record label weren't super happy with that and made some changes but the album still has this really really aggressive side to it along with Kurt's just innate uh, melodic nature as well Um, I guess the last thing to talk about really with them then is the Unplugged album um and it's kind of the album that brought me back to them because I've memories of sitting in a car um waiting for someone and um uh there being nothing on the radio so I flipped through the tape deck and found found an old copy of the tape and I put it on and I was just absolutely transported by the music it's it's really something else and I mean come on I don't have much more to say on this band because everything that could be possibly said about them has been been said before a million times but my god that's a beautiful beautiful record so let's take a quick listen to what'll we go with on a plane start this off without any words got so high stressing up and love myself better than you know it's wrong so what should I do the finest day that I've ever had I'm 
what I really should have gone with back there was one of his covers because one of my favorite things about Kurt was that he repped hard for the things he loved. I mean, no one, nobody would know who Daniel Johnson was unless Kurt Cobain wore the hell out of that t-shirt. Or he, you know, he was sure to bring the best support acts and, and actually re- really raise up voices that he loved. Uh, and I don't think there's many musicians that that really actually do that. If if they're honest, they they're trying to kick the ladder down from under them in case anyone else climbs above them. Kurt wasn't like that. He 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 wanted to to raise everyone up and just share all the beautiful music he had heard in his life. And I think that's something special. So maybe yeah, let's let's take another quick listen to um to one of the covers off that that uh, unplugged record. We passed upon the stairs. And of course I went with the Bowie one because I'm very, very predictable. But that's about it, yeah. Um, that band rips and no amount of kids wearing their t-shirts are going to make me say otherwise. Um, and that's a stupid reason not to like a band anyway. But I think that's a conversation for another episode. So now we just gotta thank Kurt and 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 Dave and Chris and we also gotta thank there's a few other men oh Pat Smear of course we gotta pr- thank the producers who brought us the music all the A and R stuff that made grunge a thing such an unlikely thing to be made but yeah they made it um thank producer Adele up in the booth um making things happen and lastly of course I'm gonna thank you Sit over my